Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the Southlot Football Guys podcast. It is officially playoff time here. Uh, getting fired up. It's a great time of year. Uh, Wild Card Weekend is upon us. We've got uh, six great games uh, to go over here uh, with you guys. So I'm fired about that. With me, as always, is uh, Robbie and Adam. Uh, guys, how we doing? Are you as fired up as I am? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Wild Card Weekend might second favorite weekend uh divisional is i think it's still my favorite yep. just with the quality yep. of games um but yeah really excited always excited to see playoffs come around you know this is this is the time of year every play matters yeah, this is one of the more interesting seasons i can remember all of these matchups are repeats from this year i've i've never even seen that's a that's that. actually yeah, that's, astonishing i didn't realize that yeah well, at least we've got some data to go off of then. Yeah, um, yeah we're, uh, we're going to be with you guys here throughout the playoffs, uh, breaking down all these lines. Uh, we'll have some fun prop bets as well for the Super Bowl episode like we've done in years past, so uh, we'll get into that too. But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, do a quick recap then of, uh, of last week before we jump into the, uh, the playoff lines here. And, uh, okay, uh, starting it off, we had the uh, – Adam, you had the Packers minus four and a half. So I missed. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a rough one. Uh, never feel good betting the Packers and losing, but uh, I got to hand it to the Lions. They, they played a hell of a game. Spirited effort from a team, a team that probably should have made the playoffs. Yeah, it feels like they're uh, definitely one of the best seven teams in the NFC uh, at this point. So unfortunately, that slow start, just uh, they couldn't overcome it. But yeah, they came out and they were hungry uh, for that one. Uh, Robbie, you had Ravens Bengals under forty one and a half. So I missed. Yeah, that one's a little tough. I mean, it, a lot of that's going coming down to the turnovers and getting good field position, both sides. Four turnovers leading the twenty four points, and with well, each of those four turnovers going in opposition territory. So when you have a short field to work with, doesn't help for the under so much. Um, but you know. Um, I wouldn't think that would happen again, but uh, maybe I'll touch on that a little bit later. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, finally, I had the Rams plus six. All right. Well, we got one. Uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield Rams uh, were hosting the Seahawks, and uh, yeah, six just felt like a little bit too much given how the Seahawks have been playing, and, and sure enough, that game went uh, right, down, uh, right down to the wire. Uh, but the Seahawks were able to pull it off and, and get themselves into the playoffs. Um, Very disappointed the Rams couldn't pull that one off. Yeah. That, that would have been awesome to see the Lions yeah. sneak in. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I, I think we're, we kind of were all pulling uh, for the Lions, I think, uh, to get into the playoffs there. Just from, uh, from a quality standpoint, it felt like they would have been a little bit of a better matchup. Uh, for the Niners, but yeah, uh, them in the NFC and the Steelers in the AFC, I thought were playing, you know, last seven, eight games. They deserved to be in the playoffs. Um, they really got it figured out, but just missed. Both those teams ended on a good note, though, with young teams. I expect, you know, that next year for them to be right in the mix again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the Steelers uh, were playing well. I wanted them to get into, but instead we got uh, the Skylar Thompson uh, Dolphins to get excited about. So that's that's fun. That's what everybody wants yeah. to see. Evan, yeah. you're burying the lead. You went 14-2 and two last week. 14-2, yeah. Uh, 
I think that might be an all-timer in our podcast for one week. That's, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's got to be. I mean, that, that's just a ridiculous week. So I'm not a big fan of the final week of the season. It's, you know, some teams are checked out. Others are rested players. I just saw – I typically don't bet it. So, of course, uh, I didn't make a single bet for that game. But, um, yeah, 14-2. and two. You know, it is, it is what it is. Maybe we can do a quick recap of uh, how we ended up as a group uh, for the season here. And let me – Get to our analytics page. All right. Um, so with our all picks, uh, ended up Robbie one thirty four, one twenty seven, and eleven. So that's nice. Like A- it. Adam one thirty one, one thirty, and eleven. And then I was one thirty one, one twenty seven, and eleven. So all of us uh, over five hundred on the year. Uh, Good stuff. For the confident picks against the spread. Uh, Robbie 53, 45, and 4. Adam 51, 44, and 2. And then I came in at 40, 37, and 6. So against the spread, all of us again uh, over 500. So that's nice. Good feeling. Good feeling. Yeah. Uh, Confident uh, picks for over unders. Um, (laughs) 31 and 25, I was. Uh, and then uh, you guys, Adam, 40 and 54. And then Robbie, 21 and 29. So I, I took the edge on the overrunners. But uh, that's, that's never been our, our forte. And then finally, uh, lead, lead pipe locks. Uh, let's see here. Robbie, 8, 9, and 1. Adam, 5, 13, and 0. And then I was 11, 7, and 0. So. Uh, yeah, just a quick quick recap there. Um, yeah, Adam, 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 you ended on a, on a quite a bit. Hold on, hold on here. Eight. No, no, I hit week 17's lock. That's a, that's a, that's hold a on, we got a, we got a bad on, number. We got we to we yeah, double check Seahawks that. won. That, that, that's, eh. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait, we might have flip-flopped here, mine and Robbie's. Put some respect on his name. Let's see. Did the Chiefs cover week 17? Don't. Yeah, no, let's talk about Okay, okay. Somebody gave... It's probably me. <laughs> right, re- rerun the numbers. Okay, all right. <laughs> Led by blocks. <laughs> Robbie seven ten and one. Adam six twelve and zero. Oh, and then I was eleven seven and zero. Oh. You know, I didn't end the year on eight eight locks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that like, yeah, oh my that god. Was a... <laughs> we gotta look at some history here. <laughs> Who did this? Finagle that shit. <laughs> it might have been me. Um. So yeah. Um, with that, guys, let's uh let's get into just kind of the overall playoff predictions here. So, at the start <laughs> of the year, it was me. It was you. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, guys, we'll do a quick recap here of our Super Bowl uh, matchup and uh, winners that we picked at the start of the year. So, Adam, you picked Bills versus Packers, Bills to win. Uh, Robbie went Chargers versus Cardinals, Chargers to win. And then I went Bucks versus Bills, Bills to win. So, uh, all our winners still alive. Um, so, looking good and had some decent predictions there. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, maybe uh, we'll kick it off here with a quick segment on uh, revised Super Bowl picks, uh, who we think the matchup is going to be. And who will win? So, Adam, I'll kick it over to you. All right. Uh, yeah, I had the Bills winning. Um, you know, I, I just 
I'm not sold on their offense. You know, they look so good early on in the year, but they've they've looked mediocre. You know, second half of the year. I actually had the Bengals coming out of the AFC, uh, facing the Eagles. I, I just think the balance of both those teams uh, hard to beat in the playoffs. And I have the uh, the Bengals. Uh, Super Bowl hangover no more. I, I have them winning winning it all this year. Damn. Wow. All right. Robbie, what do you got? Yeah, I'm definitely pivoting. Um, but, you know, I, I, I will say just throw a note for the Bengals. I think there's some very good bat value. Uh, maybe I should pull it up right now. But uh, I remember looking at some of the futures going into it, and they had some good plus, long shot odds. Plus um, 25 to win the AFC. Which wow. I, which, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good deal, if you ask me, for that Bengals team. I mean, um, they, they've been looking good both sides of the ball. Uh, they're getting healthy right before, but I, I think I'm going to actually go with the Bills. It just feels like everything's – this just feels like this has got to be the Bills' year right here. Um, it's Their offense, yeah, I, I, I'd agree they've been struggling. Um, but the defense has been playing pretty well, um, so – so I'm going to go with the Bills in the AFC. Um, I, th- I think they get that power, especially, you know, with DeMar Hamlin. Um, you know, great to hear that he's uh, out of the hospital, doing better. That was such a scary situation. Um, I think he'll be there at some of these games, I, I imagine. I, I imagine. I feel like the Bills are going to be uh, just feeding off that and um, just trying to do it just for their teammate um, even more so than just doing it for the city of Buffalo. So I like them out of the AFC. Um, but on the NFC, um, I really like the 49ers, actually. I think they're, even with Mr. Irrelevant behind center, um, they've been doing pretty well. they got so many weapons on offense. they just got to stay healthy, really, and their defense is top-notch. So, you know, I think the, the two defenses here are going to bring it to this – both sides of the Super Bowl, and in the end, Bills Mafia is going to be happy. I like the Bills to win it all. Yeah, I'm. Uh, first off, if the Bills and Bengals play in the second round, is that a neutral site game? I don't. I thought it was AFC only for the championship. Only for the championship. But if so, I remember so Bills, correctly, Bills would then get the home field. To okay. be honest, though, I think it makes more sense what you said because because the Bengals could have passed them if they won that game. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Well, who knows? They, they said that that whole scenario is, um, you know, not decided. So maybe I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they change that. Uh. Well, I think we're we're gonna go a lot of different ways here. I'm I'm gonna go with the Chiefs actually to come out of the AFC. Um. I just think when you when you look at uh kind of the overall road to get to that that Super Bowl that final game, I just think, uh, you know that. I think I I think we all probably expect Bengals uh, Bills two three matchup in the second round. Um, I would expect them to kind of come out and win those games uh, in advance. But uh, God, I just think that's going to be a war. That's going to be an absolute battle. Take take a lot out of both teams. Um, meanwhile, Chiefs, you know they're they're looking at in all likelihood the the winner of that Jaguars. Uh, Chargers game and uh, you know, granted it's it's tough to beat a team three times, but uh, I I think they'll have a much easier time uh, taking care of business in the second round uh, and should come into that uh, AFC Championship game refreshed. So I like the Chiefs coming out of the AFC, and then the NFC boy, I mean it's it's a crapshoot, but I'm with you, Robbie. Um, 
each of these teams really has their issues. Um, I could see a long shot coming out of it, but the Niners are just by far the team playing the best football for me. Uh, it's too bad Debo's banged up because um, I think they'd, they'd be uh, really uh, head and shoulders above the rest of the league or uh, of the, the conference to, to win that side. Um, but, you know, the Eagle, Eagles are really banged up right now. We don't know uh, if, if Hertz is 100%. Uh, how he's going to look here in the playoffs, kind of his first test. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think uh, when you talk about most uh, balanced team and, and overall roster, it, it's got to be the Niners for me out of the uh, NFC. So do a uh, Super Bowl rematch of a couple years ago, and, and I'm going to take the Chiefs to win it all. I love it. All three of us have the AFC team winning. I'd be shocked if the AFC team doesn't win. Just they're the yeah. such those three teams that we They have the three best teams in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's get into then the asshole of the week, Adam. What do you have for us? All right. Well, f- before the asshole of the week, we're gonna get uh, hero of the week, and that's gonna go to uh, our beloved uh, Lovey Smith. You know, him and Brandon Cooks. You know, shoving it to management. Tank. They're not gonna tank for that final final game uh, to get their overall pick when both those guys are out the door the next day. Uh, Hand it to Lovey. They they got the Texans playing for the win, and uh, and us Bears fans are luck out with the first overall pick. Um, so yeah, we've been a big Lovey fan for the last fifteen years. Uh, he does it again for us. So uh, hero of the week, Lovey Smith. Um, asshole of the week is Josh Jobs' aerospace degree. Um, <laughs> you know, this is two weeks in a row. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman had. Uh, titans and you know i I've, I've probably heard that phrase 20 times and um <laughs> and you know josh dobbs wasn't terrible but they lost both those games and uh i mean the the jags game if, if he if he doesn't turn the ball over twice in the, in the fourth quarter they win that game if they if they just hold on to the ball and run run the ball into the line of scrimmage i, th- I think they win that game so uh it definitely cost me Pretty penny. So, yeah, Josh Dobbs' aerospace degree uh, is going to be my asshole of the week. Yeah, I mean, it's just lazy broadcasting to, uh, to keep bringing up that aerospace degree. It's like he's been in the league now, what, like four years? and Eight, every Six years. Six years. Like every single time he's on the field, it's, oh, you know, he's a smart guy, aerospace degree. I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Adam. Like, come up with something new. Yeah. Especially uh, two weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah be creative. You know, ESPN's got that whole graphics team putting up that stupid shit every week. Uh, put that money elsewhere. Come up with a new topic. Uh, all right, guys. Let's uh, get into the lines then for the week. Uh, we're starting it off. We've got Seahawks-Niners. Uh, this game is in San Francisco where the Niners are 9.5-point nine favorites at home, and the over-under is set at 425 uh, start off, Robbie. Uh, you're the the Niners believer here. Uh, what do you think? I am the Niners believer. Um, I guess uh, you guys are talking about how much I love Shanahan all year. Uh, we're best buds by now, so you know it's cool. Um, but I, I I like the Niners in this matchup. Uh, I don't th- think I'm confident enough to bet it, uh, mostly because you know, uh. You know this the Seahawks. Yeah, they kind of grind it in, but um, you know they they've seen the Niners a couple times this year, um, in key matchups, and you know uh, this 
I, I do think this Niners team is just so good defensive side of the ball. I think they're going to give D- Chino a little bit of trouble um, as he kind of has uh, against uh, tougher defenses. And, you know, Brock Purdy has been pretty good um, in his role right there. Um, he's just doing the G- Jimmy G role. He's able to get it out to his playmakers and make space. So um, I think this is a pretty steep line. I Niners, they can absolutely roll over teams. They have done it, even with Brock under center. I don't think that should be any surprise. we got a big line right now, but um, it's a little too much for my taste right now. Um, But I'm leaning Niners here. I think there's very good chance that the Niners are moving on. I mean, I I would almost uh, guarantee that. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, no surprise after the Super Bowl picks. Uh, I guess we kind of spoiled it. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the Niners here covering the 9.5. Um, to me, this is a game I just expect to be one at the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, it's it's the Niners. Uh, uh, the Niners' front seven on the defensive side is, is much better than uh, the Seahawks. And then... Uh, yeah, that Niners uh, O-line has just done a great job of opening up holes uh, for uh, Christian McCaffrey and uh, before that, uh, Jeff Wilson all year. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fired up for uh, for the Niners here. I think I think they're going to roll big in this game. You know, Seahawks, it was like ever since they went to Berlin, uh, that was kind of the turning point in their season, and uh, that defense really kind of took a step back. And uh, while Kenneth Walker has, has seemed to have his, – kind of gotten his spark back these last few weeks. That's encouraging. Um, the defense is really what concerns me for the Seahawks, and, and I just don't think they're going to have an answer for uh, the Niners. Um, you know, I know it's tough to beat a team three times uh, in one season, but uh, I, I think the Niners are uh, just a clear better team here, so I expect them to uh, take care of business here. I'm, I'm expecting a double-digit win. Uh, I'm I'm a flip. I'm gonna go on the uh, Seahawks here, getting the nine and a half points. Um, looks like this one's gonna be pretty heavy rain during the game. Um, forecasts is pretty consistent on that. Uh, not gonna be a lot of a lot of wind. I think I think this is gonna be the only weather matchup of the of the week. Uh, despite five of these games being outdoor. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna take the Seahawks. I think it's too many points. Um, you know, this is. The first time any team's going to see Brock Purdy for a second time. Uh, you know, statistics show that, you know, it, especially with rookie quarterbacks, that the second time a team has seen them that, uh, you know, not as, not as uh, you know, not as dominant as usually the first time is. And um, I think the weather slightly plays into the Seahawks' uh, favor, although I, you know, that, that's going to be tough. Both teams are, you know, heavy running teams, but I think, Power-wise, especially with uh, Kenneth Walker, maybe a slight advantage to the Seahawks. Um, and uh, you know, I yes, said it, division games. Uh, these can go either way. I, I could see the 49ers is wiping the floor with them, but I, I think Geno, being a Pro Bowler, he's sort of fell off the last you know four or five weeks. I've been like you said since um, Berlin, but I, I I still think he's got a little something in him, and I, you know I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks make this one close. They definitely have the weapons on offense. I just don't know if they can hold up on defense against uh, this Shanahan scheme. Yeah, uh, 
you know, should be should be close. I mean, we'll see how much of an impact the weather has. Um, I just think even even if it's a downpour, you know, that that play style, I almost think that's more in the, the hands of the Niners. Uh, just a more run-heavy team, more physical team up front. Um, I, I think they, they, they got – I mean, the Bears beat them in probably the worst of the conditions. Yeah. I, that was a long time ago. That was a long – yeah, quarterback. very different team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're right. Uh, I, I don't know. I – I think uh, I think this game is tailor made for the Niners, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not confident on it though, and, and really the reasoning behind that is is you know that divisional matchup and and like you said, Adam, uh, Seahawks are seeing Brock Purdy for a second time, so uh, they should uh, have a better indication of, of how to play him. But you know, this is uh, what got to be Geno Smith's his biggest game of his career. Um, you know, definitely Brock Purdy's biggest game of his career. So uh, we'll see uh, how it plays out. Uh, Robbie, anything else to add on this one? Uh, nothing that I can think of right now. No. All right. Well, uh, we'll we'll get into our second game here. We've got the uh, Jaguars hosting the Chargers in this one. Jaguars, as we discussed, uh, snuck into the playoffs really by going on quite the tear. Um, what were they? Three and eight, and uh, they finished up. Uh, I think, or maybe they were three and seven, uh, three and seven, and they finished up uh, nine and eight. So, uh, quite the turnaround on their season. Um, they are taking on the Chargers, and uh, the line for this one is uh, Jaguars are two point underdogs at home. Uh, over under set at forty seven and a half right now. Uh, the key thing here to remember is uh, that Week Three matchup. Jaguars went into L.A. Uh, and beat them down 38-10 to 10 whooping uh, that Trevor Lawrence put on uh, Justin Herbert. So uh, we'll see if it's a repeat matchup of that. Uh, guys, not, not really for my liking, though. Um, I, uh, I don't expect that same level of uh, play from the Chargers. Talk about uh, how the Niners were a different team at the beginning of the season. The Chargers were a very different team at the beginning of the season. Uh, and, and they have been red hot uh, down the stretch here. I, I love the way the Chargers are playing right now. Um, you know, we'll see. There's kind of some troubling news about Mike Williams. Still kind of questionable whether or not he's going to be able to go. Um, so we'll have to kind of see on that. But uh, right now, I think the Chargers are a very good value at uh, a two-point favorite. Uh, so I'll lock them up. But it's a lock! No! Uh, for me... I think really the key thing here is, you know, this Jaguars team uh, really hasn't been able to take their foot off the gas pedal uh, for the better part of, you know, two and a half months now uh, just to catch up to the Titans. And kudos to them for doing that. But, um, you know, I think they're starting to show some signs of wear and tear. Uh, Trevor Lawrence definitely struggled in that game uh, last week against the Titans. Um, And, uh, you know, I just think... When when you have to play at such a high level consistently for so long, um, without really any room for error, I think that eventually catches up on a team. And I just think, you know, Char- or Jags were a great story to uh, bounce back the way they did this year. But I just think uh, they run into a buzzsaw this week in in the Chargers. Uh, you know, similarly, uh, have really turned it on uh, as of late. But uh, thanks to their kind of standing in the wild card, they were able to. Uh, 
take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit and uh, you know kind of coast into that uh, top wild card spot. So I, I like the Chargers here just overall uh, the way they've been playing really since uh, you know they got Keenan El- Keenan Allen back healthy. Uh, and, you know Mike Williams if he can go it's just a, an added benefit for them. So I, I think they'll take care of business. Uh, kind of the X factor though for me here. Uh, the concern is the Brendan Staley factor. Uh, you never know if he's going to do something dumb to make this game closer than it should be. Uh, so that's that's my thing to watch for, I guess. But uh, I'm going to hope talent prevails here, though. So I'll, I'll take the Chargers minus two. Let me uh, let me rattle off the last what is this seven weeks that the Jags have been on a run. Just the quarterbacks they've played. Tyler Huntley, they won that game. They got blown out by Jared Goff in the Lions. They beat Malik Willis. They beat Dak. It's a tough game for Dak. Beat Zach Wilson. They beat the duo of uh, um, the Texans. Davis Davis Mills Mills and and, uh, (laughs) O'Driscoll. And then they beat Josh Dobbs. Those are about as bad as... I'm 99% sure Lamar played in that Ravens game. That one was a Lamar game? I'm, I'm like 99% sure. But otherwise, yeah. You, you're right. You know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think that was the last Lamar game, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's their kind of last quality win. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys won. Uh, I yeah. guess you can mark it as a quality win. Um, but they, they really came back in that game. Uh, the Fury. I, and, and Dak tore them up a little bit. Like, they, they got Yeah, they scorched. gave them 34. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the Chargers here. They're a confident pick for me. I'm going to have them in alt lines. Uh, I think they're going to win uh, pretty handedly. I, I, you know, um, I, I think their defense is much improved now that they're getting a lot of guys healthy. They're as healthy as they've been on that side of the ball. Um, and you mentioned, the, you know, that first matchup where the Jags whooped on them. Uh, that was about as hurt as you can play from a quarterback as Herbert was. You know, with the rib injury. Yep. Um, you know, he really grinded through the season, and he's about as healthy as he's been all year. Um, I just think that they're the much superior team. Um, Jack secondary, you know, they, all those quarterbacks I rattled off, none of those teams except for the Cowboys could take advantage of a bad Jack secondary. The Chargers will. Um, you know, if you, if you didn't lock them up, Evan, I was going to lock up the Chargers. This is a uh, full go for me. I, I, I really don't see, other than special teams plays and maybe a uh, – like you said, a Brandon Staley goof. Um, I I have a tough time seeing this one even being close. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you guys. This is definitely a confident pick for me. Um, glad you mentioned the whole Chargers finally getting healthy. Um, and you know that kind of is kind of big key to why they've been coming up of late. Um, I think they've been pretty sneaky the last month or so. Um, I, I feel like they haven't gotten as much attention as they maybe could have. Um, but yeah, they're they're a team that's going to be ready to go. Um, you know, the, last week against the Broncos didn't really mean anything to them, so um, uh, they were able to get ready for this matchup right here. And yeah, the, like you said, I I I think this defense is a little too much for this Trevor Lawrence uh, Jags team right now. Uh, I I think this Chargers team is going to be able to take it to them and get get a little bit of revenge this week uh, from that earlier matchup this year. Yeah, should be uh should be an interesting game. I, I'm fired up to see 
uh, Justin Herbert. Hopefully he lights it up uh, on the big stage. Uh, you know, this is his uh, third season, right? Yep. Yep. So yeah, I mean, this is this is your time to kind of prove that uh, you're an elite level quarterback, and uh, you know, this is this is when uh, you know guys are the big bucks. So, all right, guys. Next up, we've got the Dolphins taking on the Bills. Uh, Bills are 13 point favorites at home here. Over under set at 43 and a half. Uh, big news here is that uh, at this point, it does not look like Tua is going to be able to play, and uh, it also looks like uh, Teddy Bridgewater also not going to be able to go in this game. So looks like we're getting Skylar Thompson uh, in all likelihood in at quarterback. Uh, so that's why you're seeing the line the way it is. Um, but, uh, Adam, you know, I know you mentioned this uh, that Niner Seahawks game is going to be really the only weather game. Uh, quite surprising that a game in Buffalo in January is, is not going to be a weather issue. Yeah, no, I think they lucked out here. Um, it shouldn't be an issue. I think uh, mid thirties, no, no wind, no precip. Yeah, you. Uh, that's uh, it's basically like mid June in Buffalo. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, guys, uh, you know this. This would be a better matchup uh, if, if two were able to go, but uh, I think they're doing the right thing by keeping him out if that's, in fact, what they're doing. A uh, guy just way too much head trauma this year. Uh, it's not worth you know long-term risks at this point for uh, Tua, so hopefully they keep him out. But uh, as for the game, uh, you know, this is another tough matchup. Uh, the split during the regular season, um, Dolphins – one at home, and then the Bills uh, beat them also at home uh, in a couple good games. So uh, we're good matchups, but uh, Dolphins did have two for both those games. I'm going to go with the Bills here, minus 13. It's a big number, uh, but I do expect them to be able to cover given uh, the quarterback situation for the Dolphins. And um, uh, quite frankly, too, you know, with the coaching uh I've just given a big nod to uh, to Buffalo here. Uh, I expect you know McDermott to really just kind of outclass uh, McDaniel here in this one. Um, you know, this guy he's been in big playoff games. It, it feels like now is the time for the Bills to really ascend. And uh, you know they've they've been in the playoffs a couple of years. They got to get over you know the hump that is the Chiefs. But um, if they can do that, I think I think they got a really good chance this year. And uh, you know. Given uh, that they're going to be looking at Skylar Thompson uh, under center on the other side, I, I think they got some pretty good luck for this first initial matchup. So uh, I'll lean Bills, but uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I like the Bills too. Um, not as confident as I was this morning when the line was at uh, nine and a half points for them. Um, this one's a little steeper, but I th- still think they could do it. Um, it seems like the Dolphins have kind of been limping their way into this playoff um, and. You know, the, this Bills team, I think, is just ready to make a Super Bowl run. Um, I, I, Especially going against a divisional opponent, opponent I feel like they're not going to hold back and be able to just take it to the Dolphins, especially in the home turf of Buffalo, um, get themselves started off on the right foot. Um, one thing I will uh, kind of mention is uh, Josh Allen's just not so good in one-score games. Um, so if you do want to make a safe bet on this um, – you know, when, when Josh Allen wins, it's usually by two scores or more. So, um, you know, a, 
in my opinion, a safe play is Bills minus eight and a half or minus nine, something like that. If you want an alt line to throw in a parlay or, or teaser or something, um, I, I think that's pretty much locked in to hit because I, I don't really see a lot of scenarios where this Dolphins team is going to overcome both this Bills offense and defense. So um, I, I like the Bills here. Yeah, this is a complete stay away for me. Um, I go either way on this line. Now it's 13. I think I'm going to take the Bills. Um, but, you know, I, I think the Dolphins right now at the state of the year have the better defense. Um, on the outside, you know, they, they still have two of the premier weapons in the league. Um, you know, it doesn't take a genius to have them get the ball and break a couple uh, deep plays. Um you know, I, I do see a scenario where the Dolphins make this close on the road. Um, you know, I, I, I've had my had my questions about this Bills offense the second half of the year. Um, I do expect them to come out, um, you know, with a lot of momentum uh, with DeMar Hamlin. But, um, you know, I, I sort of expected that last week and that, that, Pat, Pat, that Patriots game was a little bit closer than what I would imagine. So, um, I, I'm not going to advise anybody to bet that bet on this game. I think there's a lot of variables and, uh, this for division game, this line is just, um, too big for me. Uh, so you know what I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, if I have to pick, I'm going to pick the dolphins real quickly. I just want to, uh, say on the, uh, Point total for this game currently at 43 and a half. I, I do like the under as a confident play here this week. Um, really, I just think uh, given that you got Skylar Thompson under center, I, I don't really think the uh, Dolphins are going to be able to put up a ton of points on offense. Uh, I expect this one to kind of be a blowout, but I still kind of expect the, the Dolphins defense, given it's a playoff game, to just not roll over and die. I think they'll put up a pretty good fight. Uh, I think the under is a decent play here uh, as uh, I think you'll get a spirited performance out of that Miami defense. But, uh, you know, it's just going to be too much for Skylar Thompson to handle. Uh, so not projecting a lot of points uh, out of Miami this week. So uh, I'm taking the Bills or the uh, under in this game, uh, under 43.5 as a confident play. All right, guys, anything to add on this one before we head on to our next game? No. Nothing for no, me. That's... Okay. Well, next up we've got the uh, Giants taking on the Vikings. Vikings are three-point favorites at home here with an over-under set at 48-and-a-half. Um, guys, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Adam here to start us off. What are your thoughts? I like the G-men here in this matchup getting three points. Um you know, the the last matchup came down to, what, a 62-yard Greg Dosef field goal. Um, I don't know, with the playoffs on, I I think he probably misses that again. But, um, you know, I, I just cannot trust this Vikings team. They've been pulling a rabbit out of the head all year. You know, 13-3, and three, or 13-5, and um, what was the record, 13-5? and five? Yeah, Either way. Uh, they ended up with a negative three point differential. Um, yeah, thirteen and four with a negative three point differential, which is just statistically unreal. Um, you know, I I think this Giants team is a better coached uh, team, definitely less talented, but um, you know, I just you, you, you roll the dice enough 
on a season and, and eventually, you know, it comes back to bite you. And I, I you know, I just think vibe wise, I, I like this Giants team coming in there with a chip on their shoulder. This Vikings team, uh, you know, has it's really had everything break for them this year. And I, I, I just think that kind of luck cannot continue. Um this tough luck Giants team, blue collar. I, I just think they go into Minnesota. Uh, I, I honestly think they might get the win, but you know, make this muck it up close game. Run the run the ball with Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley. This Vikings defense has just been bad all year. I, I don't think a team can go far in, in a playoff with just one of the worst units in the league on one side of the ball. So, um, you know, I, I I think that the Giants scheme up. Some big plays uh, on the ground. Um, I think Danny Dimes rushes for over 50 yards in this game. And I think the Giants, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm to take them to pull out the win here. I, I think I, I think they go into Minnesota and upset the Vikings. Yeah, I could, I, uh, I could see that. I'm kind of not entirely sure. Um, I'm going to maybe even talk myself through on this one. I mean, Vikings uh, kind of going on that, you know, they've, won a record 11 one-score games this year, which is kind of crazy, uh, kind of adding on to their their point differential on to this. Um, you know, you, you got to think that they're, they're going to make this run out eventually, but um, I, I feel like the Vikings are going to be able to get one through till next year. But, man, I think I'm going to actually swap to the Vikings to the Giants here, um, you know, if there's anything about Vikings in the playoffs is that, you know, if Greg Joseph gets another one of those kicks, he's not making it, you know, history tells. But uh, in all seriousness, yeah, this Giants team, I, I feel is coming in better t- to this playoffs just even ever so slightly than this Vikings team. I mean, this Vikings team has just not impressed me all year. So, um I, I got to take Giants with the points. I'm not going to touch this game, though. Yeah, Giants 13-4 and four against the spread this year. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Giants as well here. Uh, you know, really for me, this Giants team uh, all year has been a squad that is uh, really limited mistakes and uh, doesn't get penalized a lot. And, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of credit goes to Dayball for that. Uh, and, and Danny Dimes in particular, you know, we always used to call Danny Dimes Danny Drops uh, for the fumbles, but he's he's really done a lot better job at ball security this year. Um, you know, and I think it's it's what got them this far, and I think it's what carries them through uh, on Sunday. Uh, I expect the Giants to uh, win this game. I think they can win it, but uh, I do like the plus three. Uh, my only trepidation here, and, and it's just uh, – spoken like a true gambler is it, it feels too good to be true um this is definitely uh i feel like all of america is going to be on on this uh line with the giants this is going to be everybody's underdog um so i i'm just i'm kind of looking at it i'm still looking at it like what am i missing um obviously vikings have a ton of weapons uh you know explosive black uh backfield with uh delvin cook and uh madison uh, Justin Jefferson, obviously, uh, one of the top receivers in the game. Um, you know, they've, they've really gotten some good mileage out of uh, 
Osgood uh, as well as kind of Thielen with a supporting role, and, and Hawkinson's really come on well. So, you know, Vikings uh, do have the skill position players, uh, and they do have the edge in that category. Really, the Giants, I mean, it's it's uh, it's Saquon and it's Danny Dimes scrambling uh, to kind of get them over the edge. Um, they don't uh, they don't have the plethora of options that uh, Kirk Cousins has available to him, but. Um, you know, I like the Giants' defense a lot better, and um, I think the teams that can run the ball well uh, and uh, that play defense tend to win these games. So, uh, especially this time of year. So, I'll I'll go with the Giants here, uh, like them plus three. I think um, both me and you both like the under forty eight and a half too in this matchup. I think if the Giants do end up winning and covering, I think that under hits. That means that they're gonna at least moderately put that Vikings offense in the check. I agree with that. Yeah, I have the uh, under in this game as well as a, as a confident play for me. Yeah, kind of going off that that whole this does. Well, I was leaning Vikings a little before because yeah, this does seem like a trap for the Giants. Like it seems like it's going to end up being like Vikings twenty four, Giants twenty, something like that. I don't know. Something doesn't feel right about this game. Yeah, I I do think the Giants will will keep it close though. Um, maybe maybe people they should. It to, Maybe Giants eight and a half. I bet it's a one score game either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if you want to tease it, go Giants up to eight and a half uh, plus eight and a half to, to cover your there. But uh, yeah, I, I I do think that they're capable of winning this game outright. Though um, you know we've seen signs all year that the the Vikings are fraudulent. So um, we'll we'll see if it comes to fruition here uh, on Sunday. You know, I I kind of like teasing both New York teams to eight and a half. Oh, that might be a pretty solid parlay. I'm going to actually look into that. So, all right. Don't mind me. I don't know if that'll get you to even money. Uh, Probably curious. not. It might get, get you. Get it you might close. get you. Maybe you throw Niners money line in there, and then I bet it does. Yeah, that'll, that'll probably do it. Yeah. All right. Well, next game up, we've got uh, the Ravens taking on the Bengals. Uh, Bengals are eight and a half point favorites at home here, with the over under currently at 40 and a half. Um, Kind of the news on this one came out today. Lamar appears unlikely to play uh, in this matchup, so it looks like we're getting Huntley under center for the Ravens, at least at this point. We'll see if that changes throughout the week. But, uh, yeah, um, Ravens kind of in a tough spot. Um, You know, Bengals are definitely one of the hottest teams in the league, if not the hottest team in the league. Uh, Joe Burrow is probably playing as good as any quarterback in the league right now, uh, and and you know that that Bengals that city is is uh, really rallying around this team. Um, I think they've got as good a shot as any team to come uh, out of the AFC here and uh, and win this whole thing. So uh, I like the Bengals here. Really, it's it's been a while since the Ravens uh, have have really shown me anything. Uh, substantial, you know, Lamar has been out for uh, the better part of a month now. And uh, yeah, I, I really like the Bengals here, but uh, Robbie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, just, well, first, just looking at it, uh, Bill's minus eight and a half parlayed with giants plus eight and a half is plus one Oh nine. So uh, that's something I'm going to be doing for sure this weekend. I really like that one, but um yeah, this is uh, literally a repeat of last week, uh, almost exactly, except now we got Tyler Huntley into the scenes here. 
Um, I, I think both teams are going to be a little more motivated. Um, I, I don't think either side was completely motivated to play in that last game. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, having Anthony Brown at the helm, um, you know, I mentioned all those points off the turnovers. You know, he had three himself. And, you know, four of those five turnovers led to scores and from being in the uh, opponent's territory starting off short fields for the other teams. Actually, one was actually recovered for a touchdown by the Ravens. That fifth turnover was uh, Sammy Watkins fumble at the end of the game where the Bengals just ended up killing clock. So, um, you know, I, I said I liked the under last week in this exact same matchup. And, you know, I like it again. Um, I, I These two defenses are really good. I, I think Tyler Huntley starting is going to actually help because – you know, he's only turned the ball over average 1.25 times a game in his starts. So I, I feel like that he's going to be able to control the ball a little more. I think we are going to see a lot of long, pro, a lot more prolonged drives that maybe end in field goals from both sides. Um, you know, a little underrated, but both these defenses have been really good. Ravens have been um, number three in least points allowed per game, and Bengals are number six. So these d- defenses, they can show up to play. I know people are going to probably be thinking of J- Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, all th- that crew, and the Ravens, what they've got going on on their offensive side. But I think the defense comes up to play. So, yeah, I'm going back at it. Ravens, Bengals under 40 and a half. I, earlier today it was 41 and a half, and I was hoping to lock that one in to get a repeat lock back to back weeks, but you know, I'm diving back in Ravens Bengals under 40 and a half. That one is going to be my lock as soon as I find the soundboard again, because I switched off of it. But it's a lock. No. Yeah. You know, this is, this is an interesting matchup. I, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Uh, I'm not super confident. Um, you know, I, these are, you know, two rivalry matchups. The other two other division games this week, I, I've taken the the team getting the points, uh, the underdog. But in this matchup, I think I'm gonna stick to the Bungles. Um, I just think that they're clicking at a at a pace on offense that it's gonna be hard to stop. Um, Ravens defense, really, ever since they acquired Roquan, has just been a complete 180. They they've turned into one of the better units in the league. Um, but I, I just don't think they got the horses on the outside to um, to really stop uh, the, the the duo of Higgins and Chase, and, and this could be a uh, rivalry uh, or revenge game for Hayden Hurst, who's really had a breakout uh, season at the tight end position. Uh, he wasn't really used in the pass game with the Ravens, but then again, who really is, anyways? Um, yeah, I, I, I Huntley, I. I'm a little worried that he, like you said, he limits the the mistakes and just keeps them in the game. Um, keeps this maybe to a one score game, but I, I just think in the end, home field advantage. I just have a, a tough time seeing the Ravens being able to keep up with the Bungles here. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with uh, Cincinnati in this matchup. And I, I I don't think I mentioned it, but I'm siding with Cincinnati in this matchup too. Do you still like the uh, the over in this one, Adam? You know, I, I think I do. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, maybe I don't. <laughs> I, I just have a tough time seeing the Ravens struggle on offense as much as they did last week. Um, Huntley hasn't really looked good all year. 
Um, last year, he really had a connection with Mark Andrews. Um, Mark Andrews' best games were with Tyler Huntley last year. Um, but this year, that, that connection isn't, isn't, isn't working. And uh, I've been expecting a break, breakout game for Mark Andrews, a touchdown, and, and this entire time that those two have been together, they just haven't connected. So, um, you know, maybe that happens this week. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take that off as a confident pick. All right. Well, Robbie, yeah, you're alone on the over-under side on this one. Uh, so uh, we'll see if that under hits and uh, you get the lock. But, uh, yeah, otherwise we are, we are all in the Bengals here. All right. Uh, next up, guys, we've got the Cowboys taking on the Bucks. Uh, Buccaneers are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home here with the over-under currently set at 45-and-a-half. Uh, Adam, I'm going to turn it over to you for your thoughts. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Bucks here. Uh, I'm going to take a money line. But uh, my lock of the week is going to be the Buccaneers plus three. But it's a lock. No. Yeah, uh, I, I realize this line is two and a half. Um, but a lot of those lock, locks that I've missed this year have been heavily juiced. So I'm, I'm going to cash in that credit and buy a half point here to <laughs> get the three. I think that's pretty fair. Um you know, I, I this is a great matchup for the Buccaneers, in my opinion. Maybe one of the best that they could have had out of any of the wild card teams. Um, you know, Cowboys. You know, they one week they look like a juggernaut team, top one of the best teams in the league. And the next next week, they, they, they you know they can't beat the team on on the road. Um, yeah, I, I you know Dak Dak's got to prove it to me. You know, I I've seen him struggle in most of the big games uh, in his career for the Cowboys. Um, and then on the other side, Tom Brady's always won probably more so than any other athlete in the, in the world to rise up to the occasion. Um, I know they have not looked great um, on both sides of the ball, but they do have studs and stars. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, overperform here in the playoffs when it really matters. Um you know they they've had a bad division all year and they've known it. So um, I'm not sure we've seen a hundred percent of what the Bucks can be. Um, and on the on the other side of the Cowboys, they've 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 really had a tough division. So they they've uh, they've had a battle and I, they might be a little worn down. Um, specifically, I, th- I think the Buccaneers can run the ball on this Cowboys team. Uh, that I think that's their biggest weakness. Um, especially running, running right at Michael Parsons, and uh, you know, I, I think they'll play off Lenny Rashad White. I think they win today here, and uh, Bucks. I think the Bucks have a secondary to limit um, C.D. Lamb and make other people beat them. And I just don't think the Cowboys have anyone else that can step up uh, and, and really perform in a playoff game other than cd lamb on the outside so i i like the bucks here to win outright um yeah and i i think tom tom does it again uh moves on yeah um you know i've i've always been uh this whole year i've been fading the buccaneers when some of their key starters on defense have been out with injury um because their their depth in, in their defense isn't that great um, not as good as some other teams. So um, some of these big guy key names, um, when I see them out, you know, I I don't want to really side with the Buccaneers. But this Buccaneers defense is starting. They're just about 
as full strength as they can get right now. Um, they're they're pretty healthy, so I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the Bucks. I'm not confident in this, um, but you know I'm absolutely gonna side with Tom Brady on this one. And uh, you know what you're gonna get out of Tom. I know he's kind of. It seems like he's not the same old Tom as he used to be, but um, you know, to me, uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, you, I know you said it, but he looks like he's been struggling and. He's looking more like a Jay Cutler than an Aaron Rodgers type, to be honest. Um, yeah, missing missing five know. games, still leading the league in interceptions. Oh. I think I sent Evan a text. I sent both of you guys a text that I missed the Cooper Rush Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cooper Rush was he was good with what the Cowboys have been doing, which is you know running the ball. He's a good game manager, and I think the Cowboys would actually be better with him in this situation, but. I, the, both these Cowboys and Buccaneers defenses have been, or they're both great units. So I think this 45 and a half is a little too high. So I like the under in this one. Um, I am a little scared about the under just because, you know, playoff time coming out and maybe just putting up a number on this Cowboys defense, forcing the boys to have to try to play catch up. But um, I'm still going to play the under on this one. Um, so I, I like the Bucks in this one, but, um, you know, I'm not confident quite enough to bet on the spread with them yet, though. Yeah, you know, I think we've come uh, full circle here uh, in this game. It's, it's very similar to, uh, I think we're going to get a similar result to what we saw week one, to be honest. Uh, you know, we had a, uh, a struggling Cowboys offense under Dak Prescott, and, uh, you know what turned out to be the initial signs of a struggle for the the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks and their offense. I think we've got a dis- defensive game here. Um, the play I really like is the under forty five and a half. I'm sounding like a broken record this week with these under plays, but um, that's that's what I like. I think this is a a hard fought defensive game. Uh, I think personally the spread between the teams is is a bit of a toss up. I think it's a good number. Um, I think if it gets to three, I like the Bucks. If it's under three, I like the Cowboys. Uh, I expect this to be a pretty tight game, though. Um, I don't really see the, the Cowboys uh, blowing them out. Uh, but likewise, I, I don't see the Bucks running away from them either. You know, um, the Bucks in years past, uh, when they've had playoff success, they've leaned on playoff Lenny. We've always heard about playoff Lenny. Well, playoff Lenny, you know, each each year he, he typically shows up really about week 12, you know, and he, and he starts looking good. We haven't really seen playoff Lenny. Uh, the Bucks rushing attack has, has been rather uh, lackluster. And um, I, I'm a bit concerned that, uh, that the, the Bucks offense is, is going to struggle against this uh, Cowboys front seven. And uh, you know, on the flip side of that token, uh, you, you guys have talked about it and you just mentioned it. Um, Dak's struggles have been very real. He's uh, He has not played like a top 15 quarterback in the league this season. Uh, he's missing wide open guys. Uh, I don't know if there's any remnants of that thumb injury. I tend to not think so, though, because he played well in certain matchups this year after that injury. So I'm not sure what's going on with him, but he has not looked very good at all. Um, so two struggling quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to hit the under here as a confident play. And, uh, and I'm on the Cowboys for the record, but I think I'm staying off that spread. So one other thing to note, um, Jason Garrett had this point last week. Um, the Cowboys 
outside, not in dome environment, have been awful this year. I think they're one in five. Um, you know, they, they lost to the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Packers, the Eagles, uh, one in one in, one in four. Um, the only team they've beaten on on the road, uh, well, obviously on the road because they play in a dome, is the Titans, and that was the Josh Dobbs first game, uh, which they, they looked pretty bad in that game. Uh, so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just in full fate of this Cowboys team. I, you know, I, I, I really like rooting for them, but in this game, I, I, I really see the Bucks uh, getting the better of them. Yeah, I, I think that was enough to, I'm going to trust my, our Cowboys resident expert here. And that's, that's enough to get me feeling confident on the Buccaneers here. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to personally buy it up to three points just like your lock because i like the safety of cowboys winning by a t- or a field goal but um you know i i i do think i'm gonna play on the bucks this week so all right guys well that'll uh, cover the lines let's do a quick recap then of our lead pipe locks so uh adam you got bucks plus three robbie you got ravens and Bengals under 40 and a half and I've got the Chargers minus two against the Jaguars. Uh, do we want to put together a parlay this week? I think I think we can do it. I think we can we could figure something out here. The Chargers got to be. Uh, I'm fine moving some of these lines around too if we if we want to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, looking at this uh, off the jump, it does look like the Chargers uh, minus two should be in there. Maybe maybe the Giants plus three as well. It's, Robbie, it's going to hinge on you for that one. That's just something that. about that game. I just I've got a weird feeling about that. I, I've got a feeling that the Vikings are going to just squeak by to the next round and then just get demolished. Um, let's come back to that. Uh, I'll I'll be under debate on that one. Okay. Um. Let's see. I mean, I, I'd, I'd do the under on the Cowboys-Bucks game. You guys are both confident on it. I, I, I do like that. I mean, okay. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm good with that. Robbie, can Obviously. we convince you on the under for Giants-Vikings 48 and a half? No. No, we can't. That's, I, you might be able to. Give, 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 give me, give me, a, give I mean, me something you're working with. 48 and a half is a ton, and if you think the Giants are going to keep that game close, it should be run-heavy defensive battle. Yeah, Giants aren't going to put up more than 25 points. Yeah, even yeah. If they win. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah, and in, in which case, right, yeah, let's. Go. I like that. Let's do it. Okay. So we got a couple unders. So Chargers minus two, and then... Uh, Giants Vikings under and then Bucks Cowboys under. We are locked in. All right, let's do it. Last year we hit our stride in the playoffs yeah. with the, the uh, playoff pod or podcast parlay. So let's roll it back. Roll, roll it back. I like it. Um, well, guys, I'm I'm fired up. This should be uh, a lot of fun as we get into uh, you know really good part of the season here. These games are usually a lot of fun and. Uh, it should be a good stretch here. Uh, anything to add before we uh, pack it in? Let's get to the let's playoffs. Playoffs. That's right. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy the wild card weekend. Yes. Yes. Everybody. Uh, good luck to everyone. Uh, get your bets in. Hopefully, uh, whether you're with us or against us, uh, hopefully uh, you guys had some good luck on your side and uh, 
We'll be back uh, next week breaking down the uh, the action from this weekend as well as a look ahead into the divisional matchup. But uh, until then, take care.